Here on How Star Wars Is It, we have often said that ultimately we are going to review every topic. Everything. And that might sound like a tall order, but you know what's even bigger than everything? Infinity. Infinity. Which is this week's topic. How Star Wars Is It? Oh, hello there, Mike. Hi, Josiah, and hey, listeners, how about you turn those frowns upside down and turn those eights on their side? Yeah, if you've got an eight, just flip it over to the side. I know you're all carrying around eights out there. Yeah. And because, and you know what? You're not going to eight this show. You're going to love it. Because <laughs> what is this show called? Chimney Sweep? Hey, gov. <laughs> <laughs> this here is How Star Wars Is It, which is the only podcast. And when here we rate and review things on a scale of blah, 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 blah. We rate and review <laughs> things on a scale of 1 to 10, not of how good or bad they are, but of how Star Wars they are. Yes, that's right. So, um, you know, obviously Star Wars movies or Star Wars TV shows or books, those tend to be fairly Star Wars. They get a yeah. higher score than, say, I don't know, pancakes. We've never done that before. Um, But because this uh, scale does not necessarily... It's not just like Ebert and Roper doing uh, how many stars does a movie get. You couldn't throw Fruit by the Foot in there. They couldn't give it a score of how good of a movie it is. It's not a movie. But we posit that everything is at least a little bit Star Wars. And someday we will review everything. Now, this is interesting that we're finally talking about this week in... Infinity. Yes. Now, because, uh, long-time listeners may know that we had a lost episode that we never released because the audio got messed up of circles. And infinity and circles are sort of related. They are a little bit related. And I was going to say, we've before talked about that this show will be infinite. Right. Um, and that it will go on forever. Although, I suppose it's not infinite because it had a specific start. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. That we yeah, know but, of. Um, but in one direction, it's infinite. Yes, right. Man, dude, we're going to have so much fun this episode. <laughs> so, so listeners at home, we're both sparking up big old doobies. Yeah, we got a nice rope right here. We're just like... <laughs> <laughs> no, we're both good boys. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I'm, drinking, I'm drinking a beer, and I'm about an eighth of the way through. Uh-huh. So I'm doing fine right now. Um, but so uh, we, I, I, this is Mike speaking. I was just on. You know a, what, Mike? We should do that more often. We should, we should say our own names. The voice that you're hearing now, this is Mike's voice. <laughs> this is Mike's voice, and this is Josiah's voice. Luckily, we have, we do have pretty distinct voices from each other. That's so that true. is good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I was just on a plane recently, and uh, and boy are your arms and tired. Boy are my arms tires. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, and. And I, uh, one of the things I downloaded for the, for the flight on, on Netflix was this movie called A Trip to Infinity, which I saw a yeah. trailer for, you know, it fed it to me in the way that it just keeps feeding you shit all the time. And, uh, I finished it. And before I think I even turned my phone off of airplane mode, I texted Josiah to be like, dude, you got to fucking watch this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You were like, run, don't walk. <laughs> 
And right. I was like, I'm already sitting on the couch, man. Yeah, I can just that turn is it what on. I said. Um, the movie, which which is kind of providing a bit of backbone to our discussion this week, I, I imagine, um, is um, a documentary about the concept of infinity and the, the people speaking in it are mathematicians, philosophers, physicists, kind of covering it from a lot of angles. Because, like, um, the idea of infinity and math is itself kind of a finite idea. It is it is a tool, you know? It is like right. a, mathematicians aren't necessarily interested in trying to count to infinity, but, like, physicists kind of are. <laughs> yes, they are, a little bit. Uh, and and philosophy is kind of you know somewhere in between, um, but boy, it's just such a fun movie, and I do recommend everybody watch it. We we will probably over the course of this episode spoil or at least you know talk about some of the things they talk about. I'm not. It's not a spoiler that uh, Infinity goes on forever. <laughs> no. So uh, there's so Infinity is is we're talking about the the concept. We're not we're we're going to reference the documentary because I also watched it because Mike told me to run not walk and I did. Yeah. yeah. And I watched it, and it was great. And it was I watched it with Charlie, and we both were just. I love watching things with Charlie in general because she's very like engaged when she watches things, uh-huh. and will respond in ways that like I wouldn't respond. And so I like I like like you know watching. I like watching her watch things. It's that kind of relationship, right? And like there were multiple times when she would look over to me and be like, "I'm making a, I'm making an incredulous face," <laughs> just kind of like looking at me like, "Are you hearing this?" Yeah are you hearing this shit? And I'd be like, yeah, babe, this is some real, this is some real deep shit because they get into like, okay. So first off, infinity is like circles and that they're not real. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, totally. Like they're both like concepts. Yes. Uh, that are, that are both like somehow, um, one of the realest things there is and also yeah. fake entirely. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Famously in the circles episode. Like a episode, square is definitively real. It's not fake. No. You can have... <laughs> well, I mean, like, we have... there. There's a great part in the documentary where, like, they put a little ball in the hands of every of everybody yeah. that they're interviewing and they're like are you holding infinity and there's this one guy i wish i remembered his name because i think he's apparently like a big name because one of the other people like referenced him mm. um and he was like he started talking about plato's allegory of the cave and i was like was this tailor made for me I, I, completely that's <laughs> right like, yeah did- he was he was saying that um that they they were they were they held each. They, they each had these like solid metal balls, and they were saying like, "This is infinity." Or when you're holding this, and I ask you to think about infinity, like what comes to mind, and like use this ball as like a tool. And he was saying like, "Well, this ball is a shadow of infinity in the way that we are shadows of infinity." Yeah, <laughs> because. We're all just uh, we're talking about a thing we have no way of knowing about, as if we are the prisoners in the cave looking at the wall. <laughs> right, right, right. And I was like, wow, they really went through my dream journal and were like, what is Josiah interested in? Completely Qu- quantum physics, philosophy. Yeah, like Plato's Alec, but but also long very- timelines. <laughs> long time, but also very much like pop. Like pop versions of all of totally. those, like pop philosophy, pop quantum mechanics, just like the little like 
digestible nuggets that are like enough for my dumb ass to understand. That, that's why all the talking heads they had in that were so good because they are experts in their field and yeah. they are experts at communicating their expertise. Right. Brian no one Green was... was a name that I had heard before oh, yes. of like physics and uh, they they weren't trying to um, they're, they're very good at not doing the thing that I find myself doing a lot which is like when all you have is a hammer, every problem is a nail. You know, if if someone at my office asked me like, "What uh, what's the holdup with the drawing set you're working on?" My go-to answer is like, "Well, the software doesn't work very well, and like I am really stuck on uh such and such whatever detail." And what answer they were looking for is more like, "Uh, no, what other things are getting in your way?" <laughs> right, 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 right. Like, right. give me give me the high level, and these guys are all very good at that. Yeah, they really are. It was very instructive. I never got like in the weeds listening to any of them. Yeah. Um, but like basically, they go through a lot of stuff about infinity, and we're going to talk about it here on the show today. Yeah. Because, like I said, circles aren't real. Famously, I said that in the circles episode, and it was deleted forever, lost to time. Yeah. To the ravages of time. Speaking of time, here, also not here, real. Okay. Also not real, but also the only thing that is actually infinite. So I remember one time, I think it was on Pete Holmes's podcast, and it might have even been Brian Green as the guest, because I know he was on that show once. They get into like uh, philosophical and spiritual right. kind of things. And um, I don't remember who it was. It might have been Brian Green. They were talking about, uh, it, but it was specifically a scientist and not like a spiritual or religious person uh, or religious, you know, figure rather. Right, um, right, right. They were talking about the Big Bang, or they were talking about existence at large, and this scientist, whoever it was, said, look, I mean, even science bases their entire field on at least one miracle. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that any of this happened. (laughs) It's true. It's true. Uh, So, like, (laughs) maybe it started... it's, It's similar to this podcast. It will continue on forever, but it had to start out some point. Right, 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 right. So, like, there is, in one direction, the universe... So, 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 so. This is something I knew beforehand, because when you think of things that are infinite, you're like, what is, what is infinity, right? It's not something that we can, like, hold on to. It's not something we can point to, really. But people think of it, they're like, well, the universe. The universe is infinite. And this is something that I knew, but I had kind of forgotten that I knew, because in the, in the documentary, they're basically like... It's not infinite. The universe is finite. The universe is huge. It's very, very, very big. Well, and don't don't they disagree? I don't remember specifically. I, if they I do remember on one that. person saying, "If you ask me, is the universe infinite?" I would tell you we can't know that, but I would also say I don't think so. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like they. It's probably not. So it's th- that's probably the best thing to say. The universe is probably not infinite. Because I remember another thing they said is that there are most configurations that you can put the universe together in, it ends up being finite. There's only a few configurations you can put the universe together in where it would be infinite. Right. So they're like sort of Occam's razoring it down to be like, right. it's probably not infinite. It's almost like, imagine the biggest place you can think of. Like, uh... Bucky's. Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> Also, I was gonna say Menards. <laughs> we were both like, "What's a place with a high ceiling?" <laughs> um, like, like that's huge. You couldn't yeah. like, 
look at everything in a Menards or a Bucky's in the course of like an eight hour day. No. You know, or like the Louvre. They say like you can't see every painting in a single day. It's impossible. No, you literally can't. Um that's I tried. still definitively a finite space. Yes. It is you could not well much much like the much maligned Snapple fact that I have probably talked yeah, about. Yeah, let's on the repeat show that Snapple fact for uh, new listeners. There, I've probably talked about this on the show before, but one time I think it was your sister uh-huh. and we were on an anarchy trip to go to a show <laughs> at a festival and Allie had a Snapple and then she read the Snapple fact and it was like, there are more stars in the sky than there are grains of sand on the earth. And I was like, fuck your Snapple facts. <laughs> That is obvious. That is not like and I remember a surprising when you said thing. that to me. I was like, I've only ever seen like, I don't know, 500 stars. <laughs> <laughs> There's more than that in sand. <laughs> but me me being I guess me being a person who's always had sort of a passing interest in like astronomy cos- uh-huh. and like um quantum shit and like theoretical right. physics and stuff right. like that. I've always had once again just the pop versions of all of those. But, like, I've always had a passing interest in all that kind of stuff. And so I think for me, that Snapple fact was so stupid because it was like saying the number two is bigger than the number one. And I was just like, yeah, of course it is. Of course it is. You're like, there's twice as many stars as there (laughs) are sand There's exactly two times as many. (laughs) I counted them. Yeah. And it's two. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, much like that, the universe is... I can't remember why I brought that up, but the universe is not infinite. It is finite, but the thing, so, so there are, there is, inf- there's a finite number of stars in the sky. I think it was what I was going to say. Um, and just like there are a finite amount of grains of sand on the earth, just like there are a finite amount of paintings in the Louvre, right. but these are all large amounts. Right. I love that there was a guy like, they were talking about like large numbers and like the imagining large numbers and one of the philosophers was like well the human mind isn't meant to imagine like can't think of numbers that big and he was like honestly i have a hard time thinking of amounts bigger than 10. <laughs> yeah that was like the final <laughs> the final line of the movie it, he was, he, his, it started with like you know like we talk about these numbers like billion and trillion like no one knows no one can fathom what that is no one can like picture that like yeah we, we top out at about a thousand Mm-hmm. I, and I don't know what that I, honestly <laughs> I struggle with like 10 yeah so and I was funny. like that's a hilarious thing to say about your own self to it's be like, so it's true hard though to, remember in yeah. like first grade on the 100th day of school everyone puts yes. like 100 pennies on a poster board or whatever yeah 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 yeah. Uh, okay I, I I at 31 could look at that poster board and count that it's 10 pennies wide by 10 pennies tall but like I still can't go like Oh, that's definitely a hundred as opposed to seventy. Yeah. Like Yeah, 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 yeah. Looking and then also like trying to think of it. Yeah. Um is hard. It's yeah. hard. And and there's and also this is interesting because I, I remembered this concept that I learned from crack.com, which is where I learned everything. Um because I read every article on that damn website. Uh-huh. But there's something that like is sort of colloquial colloquially colloquially known as the uh, monkey sphere. It was just a fun name for it that they had on Cracked. Slash Malcolm Gladwell has discussed it. Um, it's called the Dunbar number. 
And the Dunbar number is basically the amount of people that you can know. Yeah, yeah. And I've maintain. Heard about that. And so it's like, especially in the social media era, era right. it's like impossible to actually have as many friends as we do. Right. Because our brains are, we used to be primates. I mean, I guess we're still primates, I guess, kind of in a way. Yeah. Um, but then even more recently than being primates, we used to live in small communities. Small villages. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yeah. And so like there is a, there is a number uh, between 100 and 250. I was going to say, order of magnitude wise, it's not a thousand. No, no, it's yeah. not. It's literally like they, they, they say that it's between 100 and 250 with a commonly used value of 150. And so it's like, that's the amount of people that you can maintain a relationships with. And, yeah. and the more than that is too many people. And so like, that's <laughs> the amount of people we can think of is 150. Right. Right. And not all at the same time. Because if you tried to picture everybody you knew, mm -hmm. you wouldn't be able to. But if you, but you can remember like 150 people's names and like consider them friends maybe, you know, mm -hmm. probably not like 150 friends. You probably have like, you probably have like 10 friends. Yeah. And then there's only like maybe like uh, the last show I was in everyone that we were going through being like, how many people's birthdays do you have memorized? And I was like, um, like four. Yeah, I was like my immediate family and my girlfriend yeah. and and do I know any of my previous girlfriend's birthdays? No, not anymore. That got wiped, baby. Yeah, we yeah. did a software update and that got wiped. I do not remember them. Yeah, totally. And I have to like do a mnemonic to remember Charlie's because it's like hard <laughs> for me to remember birthdays. Like, uh -huh. it's a, it's a, I'm not good at remembering birthdays. Yeah. And like, so all that to say, we have a hard time with human relationships remembering that many people. Like I, I posit that the Dunbar number might just be the number that that's that's as many like things as we can like just cut like any, think of. any group of things yeah 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 because like honestly more than a hundred of something like you're saying more than a hundred of something is too many to like make my brain look like the if if my brain is a uh, graphics rendering like engine right and I am trying to make it render each specific 100 thing i can't do that yeah yeah you know what i mean when i say think of 100 things right now i'm just thinking of uh, I, there's a big it, it looks like pig pen from snoopy <laughs> you know it's just a haze it's just a haze of like particles moving around yeah that's 100 things you know what i mean yeah so we can't we can't fathom infinity we can't even fathom a thousand right um, yeah i i know yet mathematicians use infinity all the time that you know there's a whole segment in that movie about circles and and at large things like curves yeah. a bunch of really smart people isaac newton being one of them invented calculus to to calculate curves curves are right antithetical to geometry although they are intrinsically linked the the idea yes. that a circle is there's a square and you add a side and that's a pentagon. You add another side that's a hexagon. If you add 500 sides, it's starting to look an awful lot like a circle. But yeah. if you zoomed way in, you'd see a really, really almost straight obtuse angle between two of those 500 sides. Right. And then if you made it 5 million sides, it's still not a circle. And they were like, how do we make up for those hairs of difference between a yeah. five million sided polygon and a circle. And that's where pi comes from. Yeah. And um, so they literally had to invent a field of math to describe like circles and curves. Yeah. And because this is something, I mean, there was an old thought experiment uh, that I was obsessed with for a while. And we've talked about in the show before. I'm pretty sure of, 
and that they talked about in the documentary. Um, the hotel? No, but oh. uh, the hotel. We should talk about the hotel though, because that is a cool one. Uh, the an Embassy Suites. <laughs> yes. In the middle of the a... movie, there was just a commercial for Embassy Suites. Yeah. There's a Holiday Inn Express. <laughs> um, no, it's the one where if you travel half the distance to somewhere, oh, uh-huh. and then oh. travel half again, and then half again, and half again, and half again, and you yeah, never yeah. get there. You, like that's the paradox, right? Is you'll never get there. Right. Which they mention in the hotel. Um, uh, Par- uh, uh, parable that they called it kind of right. is like she can check an infinite amount she can check all of the rooms in the hotel in one minute uh-huh. because she uh, checks the first one in 30 seconds checks yeah. the second one in 15 seconds checks this ne- next one in it's seven like, and a half it's Santa travel logic <laughs> yes so then she just halves the time that she checked the last room every time this, this by the way is a, a hotel with an infinite number of rooms and the sort of classic parable is then uh, every room is full, and then a new person walks in. Where? What room do they go to? If it's yeah. an infinite number of rooms, and there's an infinite number of people in there, and they just solution, tell everybody to leave their room and go to the next one. <laughs> yes, and then you just add that first one back at one, and then they were like, "Well, why couldn't you add them to the end?" And they're like, "Because there's not an end. The hotel's infinite. Yeah, there is. You you have to start at the beginning. And then the next the next step is okay. Then that was the first person pulled up. The next car that pulls up is actually a bus with an infinite number of people in it and the hotel already has an infinite number of people in it how do you fill the rooms you ask everybody to move to the room that is double the number of the room they're in currently (laughs) yeah and then everyone else just fills in the rooms that left and which is fun which is another one of the fun things right because because that that's a concept they posited in the documentary that's super like mind right like one wrinkly. infinity plus one infinity equals one infinity right but but the concept of bigger infinities yeah. right is like there there are th- there are things that are infinite but then there's infinities that are bigger than infinity right. like, and it's I, like I, what? I read a thing today when i was trying to come up with a game idea i just googled infinity trivia and there like this sentence made my like one half of my head just like collapsed like i had to like <laughs> put my thumb in my mouth and inflate my head back up but uh it was like the smallest infinity is all of the counting numbers sure like one two three four and i was like the smallest that's infinity. the smallest one <laughs> but like if you think about it of course because the definition of infinity is it goes on forever and yeah. the i mean i suppose you can make it smaller by being like well the way i count is in groupings of 10 <laughs> but like what they're saying is one two three is only three entries, but one, 1. 1. 1.1, 1.2, 1.3, 1. 1.4, even just in tenths all the way to three is, you know, uh, 30 entries. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, and one of the things they said in the d- documentary is there's a trick to finding infinities, and it's if you can create pairings. Yes. And so that's, they were like, a circle that's the hotel infin- room thing. The, uh, yes. The like one infinity, and then you double everybody's room. Yeah. So a smaller circle is the same amount of infinity as a bigger circle because you can line up every point on each circle and they will be the same. Yeah, if you if um, you picture a circle and then you picture a circle drawn around it and they have the same center point, take a ruler from that center point and just draw a single line out from center that crosses both circles. It crosses each one at, at one point exactly and you can do that all the way around the circle. Yeah. And so that's how you know that these both these circles are the same amount of circle. Like right. they're both in they're both infinite. Even though one looks smaller, yeah. They are both the same amount of infinity 
circle, you know? And we don't have pencils thin enough no. that the outer circle wouldn't fill up before the inner circle in terms of like <laughs> lines yeah. starting to mash together. Just like, yeah, yeah. But, 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 um, so the counting numbers can be put into pairs, right? So they, they do the even numbers. You multiply every number by two and then you can put those pairs together and you know that those, this is infinity, right? Uh-huh. But then they were like, but then there's irrational numbers which don't go into pairs, which right. is like pi. So pi is a bigger infinity, right? Because pi never repeats itself. Yeah. And so that you can't put it into a pair. And so it just goes on forever. And there was a cool idea that I really enjoyed, which is that like when the universe started, when the Big Bang happened, the acceleration of the universe started and it was an irrational number. And so all of existence has just been the universe trying to calculate that number. Uh-huh. And so it's like everything is just like, like maybe that's why the, like we're looking for the unified theory of of everything uh-huh. like that's physicists are always trying to 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 unify quantum mechanics with like general relativity and everything yeah yeah and maybe it's because there's one big number that started right from the very beginning yeah and it's just irrational and it's forever it's inf- it's infinite and we'll it will never get there but the, u- the universe is constantly just crunching the numbers it's just right. being like all right well if the speed of light is this and this person does this and this person does this yeah and this person does this and then there's this like movement of saturn and then right, there's right. this nebula over here. Right. Then maybe that's like 0.5 something. <laughs> it it <laughs> makes me think of like, um, so like 3D rendering, like Blender or 3DS Max or those, those programs that you yeah. make VFX in. Um, a core principle of making things look photorealistic is having photorealistic lighting, which of course sure. is all virtual. It's, it's physics boiled down into math, boiled down into computer code. Um, and the way that you, you know, like the light that's hitting me in this room right now is bouncing probably not infinite times, but the way that light behaves as a particle and as a wave, it's bouncing around the room. It, it, It hits a wall and then it bounces and hits another wall and then it hits my skin and then it keeps bouncing probably thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of times, any one given particle light light photon photon um in blender or any of those softwares where you can make a cgi effect the physics is all built in as code but the the way you get closer and closer to photorealism is by increasing the number of ray bounces like ray tracing photon bounces in your ray tracer yeah um now, I work on Blender on my laptop sometimes when I have free time, which does not have like an, uh, an industry-grade graphics card. No. Um, so when I increase my light sample bounces any higher than like 70, which like a, a average, like a decent light bounce number might be like 200. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if yeah, I yeah. do it any much more than 100, my computer explodes. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, no, no, no. Yeah, it, it tries to go to, from simulating light to creating light in the form of fire. <laughs> um, and, and where I'm headed with this, and, and you may have already guessed because this is the only other thing we talk about on this show, the sheer computing power to approximate infinity at the smallest scale, which is like bouncing lights from a single point onto a sculpture you made in Blender of Prometheus and Bob. Um, It requires a lot of power. 
yeah. we as a society have created computers with an incredible amount of power. But I know where you're going. None of with those this. computers have the power of infinity, or at least not no. quite. You know, physics physicists like CERN or whatever might have computing power that can do that kind of thing. But I guess where I'm heading is the sheer computing power to put all this up around us yeah. is unfathomable, yet, as, as you said earlier, the universe is more than likely kind of finite, yeah. which means, given a long enough timeline, someone, humans or otherwise, would create computing power that could put this up. Yeah. AKA... Yep. The Matrix, <laughs> aka we live in a simulation, probably, and maybe um, we are we are in a simulation of the people living in that simulation. Right, we or are in a sim nine million levels down. <laughs> yeah, we could be the number one. We could be nine million levels down. There's no way to know. Could you imagine if we were number one? That'd be pretty radical. If there was a way to actually find out and prove we are the first <laughs> yeah. one. The, that's, that is as crazy of a thing to say as we are not in a simulation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just as well. Both of these claims are insane claims to uh -huh. make. One, one, we are not in a simulation. Two, we are in a simulation. They yeah. are both truly radical things yeah. to say because, because of just the way math works. Yeah. And what, what, I, what I love too is there's like... In the documentary, too, they talked about how infinity is small, infinity is very big, infinity is very fast, infinity is very slow. Yes, right? the speed of light being fast and slow at the same time really got me. Like, speed a, of light a is photon the fastest can thing travel yeah. around the Earth something like six times in one second, but yeah. if you were to send that same photon out to like the nearest uh, galaxy, galaxy, it would take like an eternity. A million years. <laughs> yeah, like a million years. And so the. Um, um, it's so crazy which 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 if we're talking about simulations right like things ha have constraints right in our world right in our even universe. even the computer that managed to make all these grains of sand was like yeah. we got to govern this shit somehow because we don't have the graphics and card <laughs> we don't have the graphics right so we have to we have to <laughs> limit it at however many meters per second hundred hundred thousand meters per second it is for the speed of light, right? And so, like, but then the, the thing that really got me is when they were talking about, because something I've thought about a lot is, like, um, we can see very small with microscopes. We, we can't see very big. We can't see, like... Right. We can see far. We can see things that are very far away. But if we were the... Um, the who's uh, in Horton the who's, who? Yes. Yeah. If, we were, if we were the size of an electron, we would have no way of knowing that w about the atom we are in. Right. You know, we don't have a way to see that. Um, as far as I know, as far as I'm aware. Um, Man, the thing like, we talked about, the Planck length. Yes, that's what I'm getting to. Brian Greene, yeah. The Planck length is the smallest measurable length, and it's incredibly small. It's like and, something t times 10 to the minus 34 or 33. Yeah, it's, it's the size, the Planck length to an atom, he said, or even, yes, is the size of a tree to the universe. Yes. So it's Yeah, he was like, imagine small. an atom. And we blew that up to the size of the observable universe. Yeah. A the Planck length is a tree. <laughs> yeah, and that's the smallest measure. So, so and an that's atom, what an atom is not like a small rock. No, <laughs> no, it's a little little so thing. It's so small that we have it's no so way small. of fathoming. We can't even comprehend how small it is. Yeah. And I was like, but the thing he said is that, to him, the universe is like pixels. And I was like, that's a radical thing to say because like. 
Once again, it's computing power because yeah. we've got the smallest possible and measurable length, which is a Planck length. Yeah. We've got like protons, electrons, neutrons, and the little things that make up those things. But then like you get to a point where there's nothing smaller and like that's a pixel. That's like something in a video game. Right. You know, that's a point of articulation or whatever. And so it's like, once again, the language they use is such simulation language that it's just like, if we're not in a simulation, we might as well be. Right. Because we are living in a universe that, that, yes. that operates by rules right. that are very simulation-y rules. Right, right. Because why? Although <laughs> I love like, Although you'll see like. are those rules capital T true or are they what the top of their game human scientists right. able to deduce is true i mean everything is the latter right yeah, everything right, is right. the latter there's no way every drink is water and everything is ladder <laughs> <laughs> yeah he said that we're all just cats we're cats trying yes. to learn quantum mechanics yeah. like humans trying to learn about infinity or cats trying to learn about quantum mechanics because we right. just don't have the brains to do it right. and maybe the next like evolution of like you know whatever the next like thing that aren't humans but like used to be humans looks mm -hmm. like maybe their brains will be good enough to like understand infinity right but then they also talk about just store memory better that would be great <laughs> you remember the the rock guy in uh project hail mary yes who could just do like calculations and remember things because like his brain had like computer storage <laughs> yes his brain was made of was it because it was silicon or like he was like some kind of like i don't know uh, he was one like thing, a hard guy <laughs> one thing my my little brother and i always talk about is how cruel it is that we as humans made sand to start to think you know <laughs> yeah plus that we don't even know how much there is could be as many yeah. sand grains <laughs> as there is stars <laughs> yeah it's it's very cruel and unusual it, to start torturing sand with knowledge yeah whenever there's so much of it it could destroy us all yeah right very easily um <laughs> no i love this think, conversation sand think <laughs> think come on push more numbers in there <laughs> I'm going to put a gate on you so that you're a zero or a one and yeah. now you have to think. <laughs> it's so brutal. Oh, man. Um, but the, uh, yeah, we could, we're probably in the simulation. Infinity is impossible to understand. Is it all very Star Wars? I don't know. So in Star Wars, a critical part of the storytelling in Star Wars, or I suppose rather the lore of Star Wars, is traveling from one planet to another planet. Right. Now, Star Wars's universe as they call it is the galaxy. Right. Um but yet still, if we were to travel as fast as we could from here to Mars, which is the equivalent of like walking next door to ask for a cup of flour, uh it would take like 2 or 3 years. Yeah. And so a critical piece of lore in Star Wars is hyperspace and traveling at the speed of light. Right. Uh the Millennium Falcon We'll make 0.5 past light speed. 0.5 past light speed. Which, which, like, what does that mean? Yeah, uh, I, I do, I do kind of want to know the physics of space travel in Star Wars because they needed that writing device to go yeah. from planet to planet. But you're saying that the machine can fly fifty percent faster than the speed of light? Is that what you mean? Or <laughs> yeah, is that you, what do that you mean? Point five meters per second faster than the speed of light. Make one point of those, five past light speed. Because those are both crazy. Yeah. Because yeah, that's both as, of those break the rules. <laughs> yeah. Both of those aren't allowed. <laughs> but the second like the first one is 
is <laughs> mind-bogglingly yeah. destructive of like everything. Like, yeah. How would that even? Be? Like you know how yeah. going traveling at the speed of light would turn you into like a jelly. Yeah. Traveling one and a half times the speed of light would turn you into particles. <laughs> yeah, you're just particles. And then you're particles that turn into an apple yeah. eventually. Go well, I want to talk about the apple like exclusively, and we haven't even done it yet. We haven't even touched on it. And uh, we maybe are we'll already... talk about the apple on our Patreon episode yeah. this week. So we normally record the Patreon first as a way to get out like just like some energy and like get, get moving. Yeah. But this week we decided we we're probably going to have more to talk about after we discussed it on the main episode. So we're going to keep talking about Infinity on the Patreon. So go listen to the Patreon this week for a continuation of this discussion. Yeah, yeah. Um, but and go listen every week. It's yeah, Patreon.com/slash How Star Wars Is It. We love your support. <laughs> and, we, and we thank you so much for all of our patrons, and we would love to have some more. So come on over. But anyway, what was I going to say about Infinity? Oh, okay. In the way that in which, in which Infinity is Star Wars, Infinity is kind of magic. Like it's like in, science magic. It's like science magic, right? Because all these scientists and philosophers and everybody in this documentary were basically like. Well, it's kind of real, but it's kind of not real, but it's useful, but it's also impossible to know anything about. Right. And I'm like, are we talking about the force here, totally. guys? Like, what are we talking That's about? That's really this... good. <laughs> like, like, okay, I in Star Wars, here's, here's some true things about the force. You can use the force to manipulate things. In order to be particularly adept at using the force there is a certain type of particle that must be present in your blood or it's, they're actually little living beings. But, um, we also know that when a Jedi dies and becomes one with the force, his like spirit or energy, the law of conservation of energy, like mm -hmm. it becomes the, the fucking pixie dust that you use to make rocks float. <laughs> yes. So like, yes infinity in terms of like particles not ever dying or whatever like yeah there's it's right there infinity is I, sort of like a, a circle like of, it is of particles um m creating every shape <laughs> yeah and if you here's the funny thing is i don't know if people in star wars know about infinity Hmm. You know what I mean? Like, would they have a reason to discuss Infinity since they have the thing that they know is the Force, which the Force basically turns... Okay, this is what's interesting. In the, in the documentary, they talk about essentially the heat death of the universe, mm -hmm. which is that the universe is expanding and it's accelerating as it expands. And so there will come a point in which all life will cease and all energy will cease because everything will be too far apart from each other and no reactions will occur anymore. And it's going to happen any day. And hey, we are right there, baby. <laughs> um, we are right on the fucking cusp. Yeah. I can feel it. Um, no, but the, the funny thing is we have no idea when it's going to happen and there's no way to know when it's going to happen and it could happen at any time, which is not existentially terrifying it's just exciting yeah um but in star wars the force essentially turns life into infinity because like life isn't infinite in our universe like life is not infinite there will be an end to life mm -hmm. there will not the, the only thing that we know of in our universe that is infinite as far as we know is time we know that time is just going to keep going. But even then, time could stop. Mm -hmm. We don't know for sure. But in Star Wars, the Force is essentially makes everything infinite, right? Because life, the life force of everybody is part of the Force. It binds us. It penetrates us. Mm -hmm. And 
it is like the one thing that is a constant. And so like if you die, your energy is going back into the forest and the forest is connecting everything, right? So like a force ghost. Like a force ghost. Uh, I think in some of the like um, expanded universe of books, the, the canon, the current Disney canon, there's those um, from a certain point of view books. Right. Where like there's an entire short story that's like from the point of view of forced ghost Obi-Wan. Uh-huh. And Force Ghost Obi-Wan can kind of see all time at once, mm. which is very Dr. Manhattan. Yes. And I just, as you were describing this, like the Force turns life into infinity, it made me go, oh, wow. So when Dr. Manhattan's on Mars and he's like, I'm tired of all you people and your drama or whatever, uh, and that I can see all time simultaneously... For whatever reason, all time to me was like his first 40 years of life and then maybe another 20 years after. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, he yeah, means yeah. all time. Like, yes. of course he wouldn't be interested in... Uh, no, it's the same thing. You saw everything everywhere all at once, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's a, that, that same feeling of like, if you can conceive of everything, why would you... How could you possibly like focus on one thing? Right. Um, which is like... A great question that's answered by the movie. Everything everywhere all at once. Everyone should go watch. And that movie um, does it, and Watchmen does it, and this A Trip to Infinity does it. That one physicist who gets kind of dire and dark and sad about like, I got to a point in my studies where I thought yes. like, what's the point? It's we're here for such a short time compared to spec. infinity. We're a speck. We're dust. We're nothing. We're meaningless. Life is meaningless. And I was sitting on a plane <laughs> flying to a, a work meeting on a Sunday because the meeting was on Monday morning. So I, as he was saying all that stuff, I was like, not only is it meaningless, but it's awful. <laughs> and it's also bad. I was like, is this how this movie's going to end? And then he says, which again, this is what snaps people into place in everything, everywhere all at once. And in Watchmen, he says, but then I fell in love. Yep. And that like changed my entire perspective. And like, that's the thing that Dr. Manhattan, what's her face convinces him. Lori convinces him like you have to help the humans because like, can you imagine given the infinite amount of particles out there? uh, Your, your entertainment is watching like a Canyon form and a planet 500 million galaxies away from here. But like we exist and have emotions and talk to each other. The, the sheer, unlikeliness of that happening <laughs> yeah there, there, there's a he's like you're right guy. i changed my mind that's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> and he's like also look at my huge dick um there there's a, <laughs> there's a guy i love he's a dungeon a dungeon master and he i think he had a philosophy degree which is why he says such beautiful things all the time his name is brennan lee mulligan he does like one of my D shows i really like but he said something before that he might not be the first person to say it. he might have been quoting someone else but basically he was like we are the universe's way of like understanding itself yes, yeah you I know that as well. and so like consciousness is like life is the is universe the universe trying is, to understand itself yeah right and so like we are all little parts of the brain of the universe putting it like we are has, pressing the up arrow on the number of light bounces. Yeah. We're like, the universe on. is like, come I on. know what a five, seven white guy's life is like, 
but like, what if I give him a big old dick? <laughs> and that's who I am. <laughs> the universe is like, man, all but, these five foot seven white boys, like they all keep doing improv, but what if they had a big old big dick? Old dick. <laughs> like for a second, I was like, I'm not five seven. Who's he talking about? And then I was, cause I thought you were talking about me because of my big old dick. But then I realized you're talking about yourself because yeah. of your big old dick. And so now the universe is has gained 31 plus years of data of what the universe yeah. is to a five foot seven white guy with a big old dick <laughs> well we've really gone back like we've had some really heady concepts in this whole show so far and we really pulled it back down at the end there yeah um uh to make sort of be more of our standard fare yeah right which is which is good because i think some people might have been like like turned off what by how this, like sort of science podcast <laughs> no we're talking about big old dicks uh, all right well, should we jump to the break? I have like a very short game. Yeah, let's jump to the break and okay. then we'll, we'll come back. Okay. Hi, Jake. Hey, Caitlin. We're the co-hosts of a little podcast called Gimme That D. Did that get your attention? It's a Disney Channel original movie breakdown podcast. We are breaking down all of your favorite childhood movies that aired on the Disney Channel from 96 to 06, the golden age of cinema. Adair. We are two F-list comedians with a lot of A-list comedian friends, and together we break down and celebrate these absolutely batshit crazy films. So we're talking aloof parents. Inexplicable plots. Full cuts responsible for sexual awakenings the world over. And we ask the hard-hitting journalistic questions questions like what the fuck is this and could we have maybe taken a second pass at that script uh but we love them oh god yes so listen to us wherever you get your podcasts to stay in the know of what movie we're covering each week and who our guest is follow us on instagram at gmtdpod yeah but for real do it and we're infinite we are all made of stars um I have the game this week, and it was like 25 minutes before we started recording that I went, shit! <laughs> um, and so I was sitting there looking up Infinity Trivia and other things like that, and I, I, I said to Caitlin, I need to think of a game like right now uh, for the podcast where the, where the topic we're covering is Infinity. And she didn't even like hesitate. She said, mm-hmm. how high can you count? <laughs> like just count as high as you can. <laughs> oh, that's the game. No, so um, that uh, should but, be the but game. I did need to credit her, and I wanted to say that that was what the game was called. But actually, it's this. It is very possible that the universe is infinite and getting larger. There could right. be copies of us everywhere, and in fact, if yes. there are, there are an infinite amount of them. Um, and it could be like in everything, everywhere, all at once, where one of our copies is a kung fu expert or a piano virtuoso, or maybe there's a universe, or, or, or rather this universe, but there are copies of Mike and Josiah who are making a living doing a podcast. <laughs> oh, what a dream. Um, the universe is a miracle and unfathomably beautiful to think about. So this is the game. What are petty little things that annoy the fuck out of you? <laughs> Uh, I'll start doing an improv show at 10.30 p.m. on a weeknight. (laughs) (laughs) Which is Mike's destiny tonight. We talked about that a couple days ago. Um, I had dinner with some friends, and I realized, oh, you know what? I bet those shows have been at 10.30 forever because classes went from seven to 10 yes. and their business model was let's not pay performers and then let's let our students get into the shows for free. Yeah. And then there will at least be butts and seats at 10 30 because their class just got out. 
to buy drinks. Yeah. Yeah, that is annoying to do. Um, I got to say, I feel like I really talked a lot about this recently on a Patreon where I talked about things that make me feel superior. <laughs> that you don't like cannibal movies. <laughs> I don't like cannibal movies. <laughs> but that's not really an annoyance so much. I guess what's an annoyance? Um, things that are just annoying. Like, I've got another one. Um, when someone says something with so much confidence that you know isn't correct or true, but yeah. that person either thinks it is or has behaved that way for so long that's that become true for people them. People have stopped saying, like, you're actually wrong, and they're just used to saying, well, if I think it, it's probably right. <laughs> right. I got one. Snitches. <laughs> uh huh. The the kind that gets stitches. Yeah, sure. Because I had a so-called friend who I thought was a friend. Uh huh. The other day at work, snitched on me and my coworker for doing something that we weren't even doing wrong. Like we weren't even doing anything wrong. <laughs> But in her mind, this is what this is. Okay, this is like a double annoyance because one, she's a snitch. Two, we weren't even doing anything. <laughs> she kind of like made up this like thing to tell on us about uh-huh. to our like supervisor, our like head teacher in the classroom, and she was like, "So and so and Josiah weren't doing their job." Blah 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 blah. And we were, and also it was just like really annoying, and I. I haven't had to deal with that in a long time because like I haven't had to deal with like interpersonal like office politics uh-huh. or anything like that because I've been like out of like jobs like that and so I haven't had to deal with that in a while and I was like well that's annoying what kind of a person just tells on somebody yeah. like as an adult human being yeah don't tattle yeah that's come weird on. it was really weird like come to me talk to me right right and you have a problem that's what you do you talk to me yeah like that I had man that was also the the equity show that I was in like a couple months ago that I um <clears throat> had to leave town for there was an there was an, a case of snitching in that too where the guy like sent pictures of us not wearing masks to equity to report us for not following equity rules when we had not been told yet that we were supposed to wear masks backstage. That's so yucky. It was so yucky. And we like we were like, dude, why did you do that? You could have talked to any of us. Yeah. If you felt like it was a safety issue, we're all like empathetic human beings that are adults. Right. And we would have been like, oh, you want us to wear masks backstage? We'll wear masks backstage. Right. We're like sympathetic and like normal people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And but for some reason, he just snitched instead. And I was like, so that's another case of snitching. And I was like, D- stop. If you're an Man, adult that human. Is, that is so nuclear. That That's like if. Um, I know. Like, you know that thing of like um, your significant other seems frustrated or mad, but they're not telling you why. And you're yeah. like, mm, I probably fucked something up. That would be like. Um, instead of them being like, no, I, it's, it's fine, but like, you need to do the dishes. That would be like, instead of that, they'd be like, we need to get a divorce. Yes. <laughs> it's like, they, well, I don't even know what, what you're mad about. <laughs> yeah. You just seemed kind of off and now we're getting a divorce. 
<laughs> that's what it's like. It's exactly what it was like. Yeah. It was like he literally almost got the show shut down because he emailed Equity and Tattled. And I was like, what kind of a person who is an adult, like, an and adult this was she- someone involved with the show too. So this person is yes. shooting themselves in the foot. They almost lost themselves a paycheck. Like, ridiculous. It was so strange. And I was just like, I don't understand adults who tattle. And if you're an adult who tattles, stop. Okay? There's not, I don't know what happened in your childhood that made you think that tattling was good, but quit it. Stop tattling. And if you, and hey, you know what? I'm going to continue this on to this uh, sort of tangential topic. Uh huh. If you see someone stealing something, no, you didn't. Right. All right. If someone's shoplifting, no, they're not. Don't worry about it. Did they None of your steal fucking business. your iPad from you and push <laughs> yeah. you down in the mud? <laughs> then you, then you look into what your options might be. Yeah. But like, Cause, did cause they take a banana from Jewel Osco? <laughs> then don't worry yeah. about it. And definitely don't tell on them. Yeah. And if you got your own personal stuff stolen, I have bad news for you about how the cops work. Yeah. Because you're not getting that stuff back, right. guys. Right. Right. Unless you have serial numbers or something like that. And even then, you're probably not getting your stuff back. Right. Because I have been robbed before. And I had very, like I had a specific PlayStation, which I didn't have the serial number for. And I had a lot of video games and a bunch of random stuff that would have been very easy to say, here's a bunch of stuff that was offloaded at a pawn shop. It's definitely my stuff if it was all offloaded at the same time. Uh-huh. And the cops didn't even give a shit yeah they came in and took a report and did nothing yeah that's fine. so that's what cops do for stolen goods it is not to start talking about politics for but for a second it's so wild that we think cops like do anything right because they don't do anything this is like, exactly what i was trying to get when i said what annoys you when when we're talking about things <laughs> at the scale of infinity and, and the beauty and tragedy and wonder that is like the universe yeah fucking cops (laughs) fucking cops man like we have this idea in our heads that they like solve crimes they don't they don't solve crimes they report that a crime has happened solve crimes are they fucking encyclopedia brown (laughs) yeah they're not like they're not private investigators they're employed by the state to make sure that capitalists keep their stuff yeah the the thing i I think about still all the time which may be one of my favorite tweets r.i.p twitter if if you're dead by the time this episode comes out who knows um it was it was around 2020 and all the like uh, social unrest and the Black Lives Matter like really you know spiked you know yeah and uh, someone said I mean it's it's exactly true and it's scary and sad and awful but the way it was phrased was just like fuck this is how I'm gonna think about it forever now it was like hey man you better pay your taxes and be nice or else the dumbest kid from your high school will run you over with a car you pay for. <laughs> yep, 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 yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, anyway, this segment was inspired by um, Ben Folds and Nick Hornby, the writer of, British writer of a million books, um, Fever Pitch and About a oh. Boy. Um, okay, yeah. They teamed up and did an album together. It's like hit or miss because... It's words by one person and music by the other. Um, but yeah. some of the songs are great. There's one that is a like spoken word song. It's got it's got like music in it and it's got sung parts in it, but the bulk of the poetry of it is spoken word by Nick Hornby. And the it's called The Things That You Think. And it's there's a lot of like contradictions in it. Like he mentioned something about like the how prolific 
Charles Dickens was in his life, but like he didn't have kids that he had to go pick up. <laughs> like stuff mm, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah, the yeah, last yeah. one is um our universe consists of between 30 to 50 billion trillion stars arranged in 80 to 140 billion galaxies. Our nearest neighboring star is called Proxima Centauri, and it's four light years away. And we need some bread, but it's really hot outside, and I can't be bothered to walk around the corner. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. So that is when like you're the... out of bread, maybe that's one. <laughs> yeah, it's out of, that's one for sure. Um, I'm out of my breakfast bars, and that's annoying. Yeah. Oh, I got another one. Oh, okay, what is it? You had two things you had to do. You did one of them, and then you started to walk or drive away, and then on the way, you were like, fuck, I didn't do the other one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever me... that is. Maybe you had to pick up two things at the grocery store, and you only remembered one. Or maybe you left um, maybe you left your jacket on the back of your chair at the office, and you won't get mm. it until you go back in the next day. <laughs> Let me tack on to that. An annoyance is when you have... Um, I, I've said this about myself, which I don't think I've actually said this on the show before. I can do two things in a day. Yes. But if you ask me to do three things in yep, a day. No chance. That's like, even if they're three fun things, yeah. I'm going to be grumpy about it. I had a bad day today. And then when I got home, I was like, I have to do the podcast and an improv show tonight. But then the more I thought about it, the more I was like, I'm really glad we're doing the podcast tonight because if we weren't, I would have taken my shoes off and my clothes yeah. and I would have gotten comfortable and then I would have been like, well, I'm not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely not going somewhere at 1030. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay. Well, I, I, we should wrap up soon because we have to yeah. do a Patreon and I have to leave. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Let's do it. So let, let's, 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 let's rapid fire some infinity thoughts. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Figure this dang thing out. So, okay, cosmos and, like, vastness seems to be a big tie to Star Wars. And then the idea that yeah. you said of, like, the Force is kind of infinity in the form of life. Yeah. I think yeah, that's yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, infinity is a concept. Star Wars is also a concept, kind of? Infinity, um, so the idea that, uh, you know, if, if the universe is infinite, Somewhere out there, there is a guy who's five foot seven with a big old dick, big old dick for <laughs> who sure. is saying these words right now. A copy. Yeah. Where I'm headed with that is, uh, every like alien species in Star Wars is basically a copy because they all do the same thing. You know, like, all Ewoks oh, are little teddy bears yeah. that fight with spears, and all, all Rodians are bounty hunters. Are bounty hunters, so, like, exactly. It's almost all like Twi'leks they, are French. they, like, wrangled Infinity down to just, like... Uh, like you know when uh, when you go to the architect and at the source of the Matrix and the Matrix Reloaded, and he's like, all right, your choices are we fucking eliminate you guys or you get like seven men and 13 women and you like restart Zion or whatever. Like it's like star Wars was like, look, there's this big simulation. There's this big thing, but there's only like nine or 10 guys. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. There's only so many guys you can have yeah. in, in a universe or a galaxy. I mean, yeah. sorry. Um, yeah, that's pretty star Wars. Um, a lot of circles we've covered. A lot before. of circles. We've 
in the circles episode, we talked a lot about how Star Wars has a lot of circles, mm-hmm. and we've mentioned it on on this show before too. Outside of the circles episode, um, it's very. Sci- I mean, sci- sci- Star Wars isn't isn't hard sci-fi, but like we said, Infinity is kind of magic science. Mm-hmm. Like it's science yes. magic. Yes, yes. Infinity is to science as Star Wars is to science. <laughs> yes, absolutely. They're both like. <laughs> magical science like the way to explain the scientific concept of infinity effectively involves like fucking puppets and colors (laughs) yes (laughs) like Um, okay infinity Hmm, how do i explain this imagine a hotel ah yes okay this is weird i'm in i'm in this is strange i thought we were talking about math (laughs) now we're in a hotel yeah or okay imagine an apple in a box okay where is this heading what are we talking about we've talked we've like i like that we've just mentioned the apple in a box Uh so like you have to go to the patreon to find out about the apple in the box um yeah, I don't know. Let's see. What should our units of measurement be? Um, hmm. Photons. I'm gonna do. <laughs> so we say our thing is a scale from one to ten. Yeah. I'm gonna do a scale from one to ten. <laughs> Good. 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 Which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> it's nesting. Yeah. I'm going to say like... Um, and let me, let me be extra clear. My unit of measure will be somewhere between 1 and 10, but my nu- numeral may not be the same number. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I'm going to say mine is... Five photons. Interesting, interesting. Or four, maybe four. I don't know. I think five. Because you know something like like imagine um the biggest number you can think of, which is two Ten. billion. Oh, whoops. <laughs> um, two billion is the scale of Star Wars, or you know twenty billion, whatever. Which which could be uh licensed pieces of merchandise or dollars they have made or you know something. Uh, an unfathomably large number. Yeah. So Star Wars is also an unfathomably large number, but 200 billion or Star Wars does not come close to reaching infinity. No. So I'm going to say three fours. <laughs> three fours. <laughs> they did it. Go fish. <laughs> Go fish. All right, folks, we talked about Infinity. We're going to talk about it more on the Patreon because I think we have more to get out of our system. Uh, But if you want us on the internet, do you want us on the internet? Because if you do, you can find us at How Star Wars Is It on Twitter and Instagram. You can email us at agotapodcast at Mm gmail.com because that's what this is. Mm -hmm. Um, And and the aforementioned Patreon, Mike, tell them about it. You should go over there this week. If this conversation was interesting to you at all, we're going to talk about it more on patreon.com slash How Star Wars Is It. Where every week we do a bonus episode of, uh, of, you know, like a half hour or so bonus episode. And every month we do a sort of long form thing. Earlier this month, we uh, decided what the best thing about fall is in a giant March Madness style bracket. Um, mm-hmm. Next month, I don't know what we're going to do. We should probably talk about that soon. Yeah, we, haven't ta- we have not talked about that yet. <laughs> Whoops. Um, and, and we also have a Discord channel that's available exclusively to our patrons. And uh, to get all of that stuff, it's $5 a month. So it's like a cup of coffee. 
It's like yeah. a latte. And we're not asking a latte. We're just asking you for a little cup yeah, of coffee. Yeah, we're not asking for infinite. We just no. asked for a latte. <laughs> a latte. Um, but that's everything. So, and we're also in anarchy shows this this month. Yeah, if at, you're hearing this literally right now, somehow, join me in a couple of hours when I yes, go Mike's to an about anarchy to, show. Mike's about to do a show literally right now. Thursday nights at 10.30 in November and December, aside from the week of Thanksgiving and the week of Christmas. Mm-hmm. Um, you can see Mike and I, or one of us, or both of us, in anarchy shows. So come on, check us out. Anyway, that's it. So do you want us on the internet? Wait, wait. <laughs> we just did that. We just did that. Mm-hmm. I'm infinite. I'm, I'm looping. <laughs> so like we always say, no, fuck. So sandwiches to Star Wars, it's about time for Tubby Bye Bye. So like don't we always say. Don't not vote. <laughs> don't not vote. We love you. And, and may, may the, the fourth, fourth be, be with you. you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Wee! <laughs> Wee! Wee! Yahoo! Right. <clears throat> oh, yeah! Oh, whoa, 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 whoa. That sounded exactly like Toad. Oh, Toad. Interesting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's just what I say when I get an ouch. I was trying to do John Malkovich. <laughs> <laughs>